Bom dia, bom dia. Good morning, bom everybody. Dia. Me and Rafael here. Beautiful day. We're gonna answer a couple of questions of uh, things that happened in the school. And uh, we're gonna try to share with you guys a couple of questions that the students bring it up. And uh, some of the students' personalities, how they behave in the Jiu-Jitsu class and how they think about the progression. And uh, yeah, how you feel today, Rafa? Awesome. Good? Yeah. Good day? A little bit sweaty because I came to work out and Just everything. Just work so out. No, I didn't yeah. have time to work out today, <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> no, awesome. So yeah, this is just a, a new segment that we try now. It's a little Fortunato Q&A type of thing. And and maybe we can actually answer some questions that we get all the time. So um, if you have any after the podcast and everything, after you see this, you can any questions that you have, you can send it to us and then we can answer it here. Um, so basically the first one that we have already down here on the phone, um, what are the best moves to focus on as a white belt or a newcomer? And both of us, we're going to respond. So what do mm -hmm. you think? I think that as a white belt, you should focus uh, on self-defense moves that's going to apply in a street fight. In case you get in a street fight, that should be the main focus for a white belt to learn how to defend himself. That's going to bring him confidence. That's going to give him a general understanding of all the moves of jiu-jitsu, at least the yeah. basics. You know, I see often uh, white belts come to the gym from that training in different places and they ask like, so we're not sparring today? <laughs> and I think, no, we're not sparring really today because I believe that white belts, until they get at least four stripes, they should be constantly drilling the self-defense techniques and learn how to combine them and uh, experience, learn how to move their bodies, learn how the mechanics of jiu-jitsu works and uh, how long does it take, like six to, let's say eight months to a year, right, to go through this process of the four stripes, yeah. depending how regular the students are. And uh, I haven't I haven't seen any, any of the students like struggle or bored and come to us like oh can i please just stay in the advanced yeah. class and <coughs> and you know I, do, I don't see that happen so yeah. i think like everybody's pretty happy with what's happened there we do a little we always do a simulation drill combine the techniques in the, before the class finish and um, a little review in the beginning you know and i think that's really speeds the process of learning yeah and since we do only 36 techniques on the program i think that's really help the student to break down all these basics and uh, that's my opinion like I did differently before I did it differently like get the student to spar like right away and uh, creates a different environment in the gym creates a, everything's different you know when you put a new student to train he can either be frustrated with the results he can pretty much impossible you know the way I see today like it's impossible for you to put a beginner in a sparring situation you know and see, sparring it all the time, yeah. it's kind of impossible you know I remember me that's how I started I went to the gym the professor was not even there there's a purple <laughs> belt running the class the class was just an open mat it was a lunchtime class Interesting. I walked in I say hey, I would like to try a class oh good grab that gear there and I got this dirty gear from the hanger there <laughs> and I put it on and they say yeah that's jiu-jitsu and this is the arm bar from the guard and uh, yeah let's that's train the first thing that you yeah. learn arm bar from the guard yeah like imagine somebody's here and uh, 
trying to suffocate here. You climb the, the guard and go to the armbar. Was that armbar with the two oh. legs over the shoulder? And I said, wow, this is really cool. You have to tap. <laughs> and, uh, and I immediately trained with somebody with a blue belt. Actually, still my friend today, Enrique. Good friend of mine. We had like years of jiu-jitsu partnership and friendship. And uh, I remember he overstretched my arm on the first day. <laughs> first day he got me an arm bar and I tried to resist because you try to resist, you don't know how you just works. Yeah. And my arm hurt for the whole week. I remember clearly me going home after that day and I was trying to do a smoothie and I could not hold the, the mixer jar. I could not hold it, the blender jar. And uh, I remember like my arm was like weak and hurt and I said, wow, this jiu-jitsu is crazy, you know? <laughs> And that was my experience, and today I believe that should go in a different way. But did they teach you how to tap or no? Yeah, right there. Yeah, <laughs> right there. <laughs> After right the arm yeah. hey, you should post tap. tap man. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you have to tap. <laughs> so, oh, okay, now I know. Arm just no, 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 no introduction, you know. It was uh, well, and it's like nearly 20 years ago, too, yeah, yeah. back in Brazil. You know, it's so it's it's you just have evolved a lot yeah, since different. those days, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's still a lot of gyms that still doing that. But I believe that white belt should focus in self-defense mm -hmm. basic techniques only. You know, that's I, we are getting great results with that. Yeah, great results. And I was gonna tell you, I was talking to one of the students yesterday, um, and he was he was what I'm trying to get from them a little bit of like a feedback from the program they he feels basically he's still like two stripes almost on the third one and he's still trying to remember the all the moves mm -hmm. try to still um understand them because the program is pretty simple like just 36 techniques but for me that i'm learning more and more how um like i'm st we're still both of us going and teaching to the fundamentals i'm still learning the techniques in that class and breaking it down a little bit more to make a little drills here and there. And for me, I'm still learning on the fundamentals and seeing him still overwhelmed, mm -hmm. not overwhelmed like he's just, uh, he feels like he can do it, but overwhelmed on the, on, I have a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't feel he, that he has to go to the advance. Yeah. He's just eager to go to the advance to learn even more, but he's still there thinking, oh, there's a lot, a lot mm -hmm. to go through before I go. So I th uh, to add up to that part, if you focus just on the self-defense part plus, you're gonna have a great foundation. And the self-defense, basically what it's gonna teach you as a newcomer or as a white belt or just a starter, um, is gonna be basically how to survive from in a situation that you're gonna get possibly punched or anything mm -hmm. like that. So how to have that survival mindset and and then and how to survive in the bottom for example sometimes so the, we practice we drill that a lot the majority of the techniques mostly there in the bottom so that way you can understand that from there you can survive and escape and mm -hmm. and just improve the position yeah from there. and another thing is like not everybody not all the students gonna make all the way to the black belt yeah you know a lot of people are gonna stop in the in the middle life happens and uh I believe like if you master the self-defense techniques, you're gonna have it. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're gonna stop after a year or maybe two years, you're gonna have to stop for some reason and you have that with you in case you need. That's true. And uh, in the other way around, if you just start to sparring, then you're gonna have that only to use inside the gym. You yeah. know, like train with your friends. And uh, I think that's a 
It's powerful, aspects. yeah. Yeah. It's a powerful tool, yeah, when you start that way. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking that manner of self-defense is 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 helpful if for life and and no injuries Injuries are being have been rare in the gym. Like we haven't seen nobody get injured lately. You know, like it's beautiful, very safe. Make the 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 classes very very safe. The students still get a great workout. And another thing that I notice is the amount of advanced students that still come to the beginner classes. Yeah. You know, like there's days that's even like half of the class are advanced students, blue belts, purple belts that come to that class just to they feel good to come and teach yeah. other people you know and connect them bound them there is classes that every beginner have a advanced a partner. partner yeah you know and that's so helpful like when you see like the class like the guy already have experience he already did that program and uh so so good you know and that tells me like the student even though that he passed that's beginner part yeah. he still like it you know he still like to come and do the simulation drills now he have more experience now he can share a little more can help do the review part and uh you know and uh we can call them to come in the stage and help do the presentation exactly. for the techniques you know so it's very very beneficial yeah you start to understand more the the moves and everything yeah so um let's move to the second one the second one um, I had this almost the same question, but in a, in a different format. So let's put them together, basically. So uh, how do I break plateaus or periods where I'm not getting better? And this is the, uh, the other question. I don't feel like I'm getting better at Jiu-Jitsu. This mm -hmm. is normal. So both of them have almost like the same topic type yeah. of thing. So it has the same response. Yeah, I this think. is very common, this, this feeling of getting a plateau and you're not progressing and you're stuck and you're not learning you're not developing your jiu-jitsu the yeah. way you expect and uh i believe that a, par a big part of it is because you have to understand that jiu-jitsu is a long journey okay yeah. start from there Super long. it's a long journey you're not gonna master anything in, for life. in two three four years you're still a beginner two three four years of regular training you're gonna yeah. still like starting to break down the art and uh the expectation is what's probably gets people a little frustrated sometimes you know like oh my jiu-jitsu not progress i felt that many times mm -hmm. you know you have bad days when you start to train and spar more with your partners you have good days and you have bad days you yeah. know so people see those uh, as a bad days i don't see them on bad days i think bad days are very constructive for you to progress yeah you know, and recently I have a student that came to me and said like, hey, professor, I'm kind of, I feel stuck and uh, and I don't feel that I'm progressing. And, and I think that's great. The student come and he claimed that. So I got this guy and I said, okay, let's, let's go together a little bit. And immediately I noticed that he knows a lot of the techniques already, but his next step now is to apply those techniques using less space. Yeah. You know, like, follow the lines you want to control the knees when you pass in the guard and then you want to control the hip until you get to the chest you know in those controls i'm talking about this guy now he's training to other blue and purple belts brown belts you know he trains people that are ahead of him yeah. in the game you know and uh and so much more valuable for him now to close this space and hold and wait more for the positions so it's very clear for me, like the way, uh, how should I coach him and get him out of that mud that he feels yeah. that he's stuck there. You know, I say, look, you have to move a little slower now. 
you have to give more influence to the space and control the space, respect the lines, control the legs first, control the hip. If you're nearly losing the control on the chest, you have to go and reestablish control on the hip again. You know, and uh, it's a never-ending game. And he was, he was really, oh yeah, no, I never thought about that. And yeah. So he was in a, he been training just for like maybe two years and a half, two years. He come like twice a week. It's not like travel sometimes and miss some classes, but very dedicated guy, very yeah. dedicated, very talented too. And uh, there is no reason for him to feel stuck. So I told him, look, this is a long journey. What you have to watch now is the tightness in the positions that you already know yeah. okay take more take more time because when you you're rushing that's when the guy's like rolling you over and you feel like and imagine like you're passing somebody's guard and somebody just roll you over and you feel like weightless yeah you know in jiu-jitsu make you feel weightless you know if like the guy nothing. have the technique accurate there and that's his move and you oh. pass lacking the, the the body weight on him he gonna make <laughs> you fly in the air and that's when the frustration, wow, how yeah. did he do that? I feel like I don't know anything. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's just one move, just one move that the guy applied well on you and made you feel like super light, make you think like, wow, I don't know anything here, yeah. you know, because he made, he made me jump, he made me fly in this, in this movie here like so effortless, yeah. you know, and that's probably like click the, the idea of, oh man, I'm stuck. I've yeah. just lost the control of that position or just like keep getting his arm bar that never goes to the end you know and then bring us like something I mentioned to the students all the time like there is a word in jiu-jitsu that's very common it's called nearly <laughs> nearly almost yeah. Paul professor I almost got that arm bar I almost control the side mount <laughs> I almost maintain the mount position I almost choke him from the back What's, what's the difference between the almost, what's the connection between the almost and the end, and the, and the achievement, yeah. and the, and the yeah, you get did, it? Yeah. Yes, what's, what's, what's that? That you didn't. You didn't, <laughs> but why you didn't? Why you almost do it? Why you almost do it? Because you're giving space, yeah. you're giving the space that the partner doing that, you're rushing, and you don't have the the awareness of wait for a partnership yeah. the moves uh, get the timing the timing yeah, is the word you know like i told this guy yesterday like you have to start to look for the timing a little more it, mm. and it's gonna come if you give a little time yeah experience what i'm telling it's gonna come the timing the accuracy of the techniques and then the student think that he's stuck in the mud and uh, and that's a dangerous thing actually for the student because he can get very dismotivated with that, you know, like if he feels that and he don't have the guts to come and ask like, hey, I feel that he may die with that, yeah. you know, he may die, he may think like, oh man, may quit right away. My, I'm limited to my ability of my physical ability doesn't doesn't support where I want to get yeah. and I think I'm going to stop. Yeah, and that's not true, but... You know, so it's a good thing, like, to, to talk about this in the class, you know, like, yeah. talk with the student, bring it up, like, hey, guys, very common in Jiu-Jitsu, you get stuck, sometimes you're going to feel stuck, you're going to feel like you're not progressing, so if that ever happened with you, bring it up and then we can help, you can get in the corner and see yeah. what's the best formula for you to, to get, out get out of that mud and keep progressing, having fun and... Yeah. You know, mm, 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 there is not a subject that's fun to learn if you feel you're not going nowhere. Yeah. You know, like anything in life that you feel stuck and you're not like progressing on that. If you're a, 
if you're a guy that chases your goals and you you're achiever a yeah. doer you know you want to always keep progressing learning and adjusting things you know and you just see the same thing yeah they feel this, this did you ever felt like stuck like you yeah. you study a lot you oh, study exactly. a lot jiu-jitsu you ask a lot and uh you know and uh i believe that's but you feel that that's it happened to me i mean it happened in um i think when i was bluebell starting bluebell maybe bluebell one, one strike mm -hmm. and and in reference to that um for me what helped me out is to understand that it's going to be a long road when you start your expectations to lower them in a way that is realistic that is a long road maybe you start being self-aware a little bit of your own body limitations your uh it can be age your own uh, aches that you have maybe yeah. all injuries or maybe because you come just two times a week one time a week and like maybe stuff like that your goal is to tap the professor yeah you think yeah you think it's gonna be the goal is crazy you, yeah you kind of exactly so you destroy your own journey by just having those crazy expectations so yeah. that's what happened and in that in that part i feel like um i need to control i need to submit people and everything like that and i was getting uh i was talking to uh, one of the students it was recommended to attack a little bit more um, and then when I did that, I was uh, I got the feedback right away in a few weeks. I got a little bit uh, injured, but it wasn't super minor. Um, and that gave me the response like, I was just in the right path. I don't have to attack. I need to focus on my defense. Mm -hmm. And then and there's one thing out there already on YouTube that I recommend one of the students as well, is the defend, escape, control, and submit from Hero and Henner. That is, for me, that changed my expectations on just focusing on this and and because i saw it recently that helped me to recalibrate basically mm -hmm. what i was already trying to achieve so mm -hmm. for example i read something that says white belt you start to you just learn jiu-jitsu then blue belt you build your defense and then in purple belt you start to attack a little bit more and control more because your defense escape are right and then brown belt you start combining everything and then in black belt you start to understand jiu-jitsu mm -hmm. a little bit more um, very and, true very, yeah. very true and then when I read that I was like I'm just gonna focus on my defend mm -hmm. and then with focusing on my defend I'm gonna s when I defend well the person is not gonna get me as easy and now I can focus on my escapes mm -hmm. because I'm I can see it now like me while defending I know he's not gonna uh, gonna do anything so I can understand mm -hmm. and feel and play the game a little bit more and feel the space a little bit more or feel the 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 weight distribution differently a little bit more on my left so I am going to push in that side mm -hmm. and everything that's the weightless part that you yeah. were talking about so the defend and escape I focus on those two and then when I do my escapes right now I'm going to focus on my control mm -hmm. and then so it clicked for me those four concepts now that we should focus that's like in an order meaning that you should focus first on those on, on the uh defend and then escape and then control and then submit mm -hmm. so when you start to understand that your expectations lower more because you're not going to be like i need to control and submit right away mm -hmm. no just defend you stay there on the bottom defend if you get time no problem ask mm -hmm. questions keep going and that's going to get you out of it out of the plateau and because your expectations are too high maybe it's something that you're yeah. trying to like jackson said you're trying to tap the professor it's not realistic at <laughs> hey, all hey uh, i like this part let's review this part again um 
that's very interesting. I think that's going to help a lot the students to understand the, the, the 10 years minimum time that's going to take you to go from white to black. Yeah. White belt, what's the focus? White belt is just understanding jiu-jitsu, like self-defense and jiu-jitsu is. Yeah, yeah, just learning the basics. Right, basically. the basics, uh -huh. learn the basics, the self-defense program, understand the body mechanics, Yeah. breathing, control your gas, control your energy. Yeah. Blue belt. Blue, uh, blue belt, I read that it was um, focusing on your defense, your defense, defense development. Yeah. Develop your defense in a way that your partner passes your guard. Yeah. And it's really hard for him to submit you from the side, really yeah. hard for him to submit to the mount. Just building your defense. And yes. even even though like when you are blue belts, three stripes, four stripes already, you should be very comfortable with somebody mounting you and attacking you there. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Not, not like change your breathing or anything because somebody yeah. attack you from the back or from the mount, right? That yeah. would be like the end of the, the blue belt. Yeah, that basically the, the blue belt will be um um like the concept that we were talking about, the defending escapes. That's the blue belt and purple So belt. the end of the blue belt, we already talking talking about three years, three years and a half yeah. of jiu-jitsu. Okay, yeah. like nearly a purple belt now. You've been doing jiu-jitsu for nearly four years. Yeah, imagine being three four years, years and a half. And I was going to understand you. how to be comfortable with somebody. Yeah. and I was going to ask you this: the the blue belt is the longest one. Yeah, it's the right? longest. Yeah, yes. so and and it makes sense. You it, learn a lot in the yeah, blue belt. Yeah, and it makes sense because you start building your defense and escapes. That means that you have solid uh, um, skills to now play the game, meaning that you can focus on you, like you have confidence on defending and escapes mm -hmm. enough for you to now play on the control and submission. Because if you miss something and you get rolled over, you're gonna be like, I got it. Yeah. So and you're gonna you be more to calmer. And yeah. Go you're gonna be much calmer, That's so you can amazing. play the game. Purple belt. Purple belt. Yeah. So probably um, uh, the person said, now you start to develop your attack, so you're controlling submissions. Basically. So now that you can survive from anywhere, yeah. you don't gas out in panic when uh, somebody's attacking you, yeah. you also can focus on attacking the other opponent, yeah. your, your opponent. Mm -hmm. You can start to focus on trapping him and stuff there yeah. because you're not scared to be rolled over and yeah. under if you're more a comfortable. bad situation, yeah. no uncomfortable anymore, so you can start to apply more attack yeah. Take the yeah. Good. And then we talk about the purple belt. You already yeah, doing for six years. Yeah. Six years of education. Read what a lot of documentaries, philosophy about it. You read Oh, Carlos, Elio, all those guys, you know, the Grace family, where they come from, and <laughs> then you got your brown belt, and then what's your focus? So the, in the focus uh, that the person said there in the article says, um, now you can mix everything up a little bit more. Mix, uh, your attack, game, defend, yeah, move yeah, around. Just mix it up and focus on the... On Play the, a little bit of stand-up. Yeah, and then it says as well, I think one of, one of the things that I remember from the article, it says uh, you're gonna start focusing on the ones that work the best for you. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. you're gonna filter, right? Yeah. By the brown belt, you're yeah. gonna filter everything what fits you better yeah. on the journey. You're gonna master that game that yeah. really gives you the results. And then uh, you talk about eight years already doing jujitsu and uh, you already learned a lot of stuff by there and then you just filter what's best yeah that's working for you most yes. of the times yes. and then black people start to understand what you use all about yeah. you because you feel comfortable everywhere yeah you now you're gonna start playing a different game that you see minor details and all the time and then when you can you can you go roll with somebody and you roll for 20 minutes 
Yeah. And you, you understand. feel normal. Yeah. yeah, you just feel normal. You don't feel tired at all. You can do like one hour of sparring, no problem. It's fun. It's play. You know how to train with gloves, getting punched is fine yeah. with you. Training under punching situation is fine. You know how to survive from there. Yeah. And um, and then that's it. And then another 31 years for you to get your quarter belt. Just another 31. Yeah, so... By the way, this timeline is just us giving the example. It's not like six, eight, <laughs> so you don't count them and everything. Yeah, so you don't, don't have, have to count. It's just yeah. like average, you know. What? Every student have a different reality. Some people train twice a week. Some people train five times a week. You no. know, imagine how many times you're going to have challenges during 10 years. You yeah, know? In, in like uh, we were saying in the beginning, and I said a little comment to me while uh, Jackson was uh, giving the example. I said, life happens. Like, it's going to happen. Meanwhile, yeah. you're doing the transition. Yeah. So have, just lower your expectations in the, uh, a bit and focus on that Jesus for life. So meanwhile, you're not focused on the belt. It's just, it goes faster. Like uh, that what happen. that's what got me uh, out of it more than anything else. Just realizing that it's just for life. So mm -hmm. why not enjoy and then enjoy the process and, and play. Like for me, it's just playful. When I go there, if I get tapped, doesn't matter. I learn what I, what I did wrong there. And at the same time, we just have a laugh. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter anymore. So it just continue playing the game and, and focusing on those two things and knowing where you are right now. So defending and escape at the first white belt, uh, white belt on the self-defense part, and then defending and escape on the blue belt and everything. You understanding those stuff, you're just gonna go higher. It's helping me a lot in my, in my mm -hmm. process. So it, I don't feel stuck. It doesn't matter if one day is bad, like you said, you need those days to understand yeah. that, you, that you have, you're missing something. And every time I, uh, I understand that I'm missing something, I research and then I get out of it. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, Jackson was uh, helping me to understand the stacking when you're passing the guard. Uh, Jackson was putting a little bit more weight to control my hip. And that was a problem that I was getting stuck in, uh, a lot. So I researched and I asked him and everything, how can I solve that? And that opens the door to many other things. So mm -hmm. it's stuck means that you have a problem just ask the questions, get your answer, and then research. And then you just have mm -hmm. fun with it, try it out. And the maths are labs, are laboratory basically yeah. for you to experiment. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, and uh, that's make Jiu Jitsu so like uh, perfect for yeah. me, you know, like even the, the great so system, they made this like four belts only, you know, yeah. like most of the martial arts have this ton of color Crazy belts. belts. And uh, Jiu Jitsu is just this five just to minimize the belt focus goal like oh no i'm doing this to get my next belt my next belt yeah. you know you just like make you forget that because it's only four colors and those colors gonna take a long long, long time. time you know so it's and I like even that, that even that they they they, they, they hit it on yeah. bull eye you know like okay let's make just four colors it's realistic yeah yes and then make it more realistic you know there is no belt goal yeah there's no expectation no. on getting it and i like that the blue goal is the longest one because that's the f most frustrating one yeah it's the one that you yeah. have to learn how to survive right so it's good i, I like that part yeah so the more you survive the blue but you're not surviving perfection jiu-jitsu is the perfect art man it's unbelievable yeah. and then the you have another question there yeah the last one is is jiu-jitsu enough meaning that if i practice only jiu-jitsu as self-defense mm -hmm. is it enough for me to defend myself in the streets ah okay that's a good question too so last who asked this question anybody asked this question huh? for you? um many people yeah, asked right? that question yeah yeah so uh is jiu-jitsu enough for you to s 
defend yourself in a street yeah. fight? My answer is yes. And um, we just talked about this. Gonna take a long time for you to master something that works takes a long time. Yeah. I believe if you do this for six months and you get in a fight with somebody your size, you may be fine. You may be fine with six months of jiu-jitsu, maybe your white belt three stripes. You're gonna be fine if you fight somebody your size and you know somebody not very aggressive, you yeah. know? If you change and you have six months of jiu-jitsu and you fight somebody 50 pounds heavier than you, it's not enough, <laughs> you know? You're gonna have to have a little bit more understanding because there's a lot of panicking that are gonna happen with you there. The if you are a brown belt and you fight somebody 50 pounds heavier than you, I put all my money on the brown belt. <laughs> yes, because I know that he's not gonna freak out and you know, so there's many ways to see this. Is jiu-jitsu enough to defend yourself in a street fight? Bring us to another question, like how long you train jiu-jitsu? Are you training jiu-jitsu specific for a street fight? Who is your opponent? Yeah. Are you fighting an uh, animal, <laughs> fighter, somebody complete out of their mind that have nothing to lose, or you arguing with somebody that push you but don't really want to fight either and then in the end you just have to control him to avoid that fight. Mm. You know, there's many degrees you can go in this question, you know, but uh, what else would com I see people like they do Krav Maga to complement Jiu Jitsu, they do boxing to complement jiu-jitsu, conditioning training, you know, I think uh, uh, Steve Maxwell told me like, hey, uh, I do jiu-jitsu a lot and the other thing that I do for my, to keep like my self-defense confide confidence up is like I do a lot of run, I run a lot. Mm. So I have my cardio, cardio super high. very high because probably if I get in a fight, I'm gonna run. That's what I told him. I'm not gonna fight. I'm gonna run. Like so if that. I can run for a long time fast. By the way, he's a, a black belt. He's a black belt. Imagine five that. degrees, Yes. List black belt one to run from he's a fight. Steve Maxwell, man, like a legend, legend in jiu-jitsu in America, and one of the best conditioning coach in the planet. You know. Imagine and that. he told me like he apart from jiu-jitsu he he keep he runs on point <laughs> you know his gas he's standing on point because if he have to fight and he have to see like should i use my jiu-jitsu or should i run away so fast that this guy cannot catch me you know he would go for the run and i think run that's brilliant you know it's <laughs> smart like if you know that you can run and you have an open field that you can run yeah man run run you know if you don't have to fight don't fight avoid it walk away <laughs> you know that's that's the black belt that goes together with the black belt you the know like right there a black belt is a guy that cannot fight you know a guy that he don't need to fight mm. you know he's so open with people opinions and people personalities that's you, you know why you fight unless it's a professional fight unless like it's uh predicted fight you know go fight in the gym man there's another 20 guys that are gonna fight you know go fight there yeah you just play and it's just safe play. you get your stress out and you're good yeah you know so yes this is this is my answer you know like depends on where you are i truly believe jiu-jitsu is enough if you give it the, the right time and uh learn it yeah and, and in a way that's gonna 
I will give you. Uh, I will add to this before before we end that um, when you do jujitsu, you start to realize that most people, the average people outside here, um, or they are side, um, they are. If you feel we can we can actually start with this one. If you feel that you're the coordinator, if you feel that you don't not like your endurance is bad, you're not in shape or you don't know you don't have the tools or anything imagine the average aggressor that's gonna attack you or rob you or whatever do you think they are what <laughs> they're just like us they're yeah. just as coordinated as as we are they're, they're just like on field as you, yeah they're not gonna prepare themselves to rob somebody yeah most most of them they're just people that maybe they have issues at home maybe they have some issues at with uh, with money or maybe they're just doing it because that's the whole thing that they have grown with so most people that are trying to or maybe uh, the aggressor if you're in a bars or whatever like that that's famous to happen people intoxicated they're discoordinated just like us yeah so if you train getting the tools you right yeah it will yeah. be a big advantage for you so it is more than enough if you think about it that in that manner if you ask yourself that question of being real you're unfit, you're on uh, uh, coordinator, you feel that you can handle most things, and you prepare yourself to what you use to with uh, other martial arts, being more, uh, more realistic with your own uh, body limitation and everything, and you have the tools to counter that. You may the person that doesn't even mm-hmm. do that at all. So you're gonna be fine. Yeah. You're gonna be, it's more than enough for you to do yeah. that. So I truly believe that's the answer is yes. <laughs> to the finance. So yes. yeah, awesome, so anything, I uh, hope the que- these questions help. This discussion were really popular in the gym, and and we write it down just to make sure we answer them and, and document it. Um, and then if you have any more of these, because there's plenty, there's plenty more. Um, just uh, submit them here. We're gonna send this as uh, in the newsletter, in the social media, and everything. So you can comment, you can respond to the email, respond to the text that we that we send sometimes as well, and have fun with it. Just be super curious about it. Um, so we can help you. Did we love asking yeah. some questions here? So awesome. Yeah, make sure you ask questions. Ask questions. It's uh, is a key part of your progression in jiu-jitsu. You know, let your professor know what you feel, yeah. what's your goal, where you are, yeah. how deep is the mud that you're stuck in. You know, let your professor know. And you, you professors also mention these things in the class. You know, gonna prevent you to lose lots of students that you lose yeah. it sometimes you don't know why you know bring these subjects up in the class you know in the end of the class in the time that you sit and talk a little bit bring this up you know like hey i'm i used to get stuck and you know let these yeah, students know that's a normal thing that's you feel during the yes, jiu-jitsu long journey yeah, yeah. thank you rafa awesome. thank you, good job man let's go guys see you ciao, later ciao. Bye.